Why do most businesses, regardless of size, whether it's a small business with five to 10 people or a, or a huge corporate with over 10,000 staff, why do most of them end up feeling like a struggle and becoming negative? That's what we're going to explore in today's podcast. And what we're going to look at is how you can fix that by understanding the four factions that we find in any business of any size in any industry. And when we understand what these factions are and how to balance them, we can create a positive environment for us and for our people as opposed to one of stress. One, two, three, four. So the big question is this, how do visionary business owners and leaders like us create cultures that attract and motivate our ideal team members without burning them out? How do we create cultures that work exceptionally well for us, our team members, our clients, and our businesses? That's the big question, and this podcast gives you the answers. My name is Mike Jones, and welcome to the Better Happy Business Culture Podcast. So in any business, regardless of the size, we have four factions, and these four factions work together for a business to be successful. And if one of them gets neglected, it creates issues throughout the whole business. It starts off feeling like stress and eventually leads to the business not working or crumbling down. Obviously, the smaller the business, the more susceptible it is to completely closing down. And the larger the business, the more of a um, buffer, safety buffer it's got. So in the larger business, the issue is that these issues can go on for a longer time and the business still continue to function, even though it's not good for everybody. So let's understand these four functions and then think about how we can balance them. So in any business of any size, you have these four different factions, right? So the first one is the business itself. So the business... Um, I'll go into what each one needs in a moment, but we've got the business. Next, we've got the customers, okay? So the business exists to serve customers. And even in a government service like the NHS, the, the customers are the service users, right? The, 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 those of us going in to use the service. So every business has a customer, otherwise it wouldn't exist. Next, we have the team, so the employees, um, the people that are making the business happen. Now, you might say, well, I'm a small business and I've only got me in it, so I don't have any employees. Well, if you're a small business, you are the employee if you've only got yourself or a very, very small team. And then we've got the owner as well. So the person that created the business, maybe in a larger business, this is the board, but um, typically speaking, it's going to be the owner of the business. So we've got those four different factions there. And each one of those is, has a role to play, but also has different things they expect in return from playing their role. And when one of those gets neglected or multiple parts of those get neglected, it creates um, short-term discomfort and, and pain and an environment of stress for everybody uh, and eventually if that's left long-term leads to the business uh, not functioning and either declining or closing down it's a little bit like an engine in a car so there's all these different parts within the engine and they've all they all play their individual roles and if one part stops working or stops working very well initially the car will sound a little bit different and not um, perform optimally but if that's left to go on for a long time if we don't get the mechanic to look at it and give us an MOT and give us a service uh, if that goes on for too long then the engine eventually breaks down because of one part and this is what happens in most businesses so um, what we need to understand now is what does each one each part of those um, factions need and where do things typically go wrong and what can we do about it so the business itself, that requires profit. So we've got to think of the business as a person, um, as, a, as a living entity, right? And for a business to survive and thrive, it needs profits because as we all know, businesses gobble up money. Um, people that aren't involved in business tend to think that they, you know, it's easy and they just, all that money coming in and people are rich, but the reality is that businesses gobble up money. So for a business to, to 
thrive, it needs to accumulate profits. And, you know, there's the old saying that if you're not growing, you're dying. Now, of course, not all businesses can grow all the time. And actually, there's businesses that do very well floating around once they get to a certain level. But generally speaking, um, a business wants to and what a business wants to grow and it needs profits to do that. A business also wants to, I know I'm talking about as a person, provide a good service and make a difference. Um, And you've got to think about it like that. And you can only do that if it's got adequate funds coming in. So next thing we've got the customers. So customers typically want two things from a business. They either want an outcome or an experience or both of those things. So if people are buying a product, it's because they want the experience that the product gives them. If people are buying a service, it's because they want an outcome um, and the services that we provide them help them to achieve that outcome. And ideally we're providing them a good service so the outcome is more realistic. So as long as we're providing our customers uh, an outcome or an experience that outvalues the that, that outweighs the money they spend with us, so they see the value in it, then they're going to be happy and they they uh, their part is being fulfilled. Now, what they give into the business is finances. They're obviously the people that inject the money into the business. So we've got to keep them happy so that the money's coming in. Then we've got the team. So what do a team want from a business, and what do they give to a business? So what a team wants from a business is balance, belonging, purpose, and pay. So People do want balance and that looks different for different people. It doesn't mean you have to go to a four or three day working week, but if they didn't want balance, they wouldn't be in a job, would they? They'd have their own business because um, they'd be more driven by purpose or outcome or whatever it might be, So or, or, or profits. So typically speaking, the person gets a job because they need to get paid and pay the bills, but they also, whether they recognize this on a conscious level or not, they want to belong, they want a level of balance that a job can provide and they want to feel like they're making a difference. And that is true for everybody, but of course for some people it's going to be more than others some people um, aren't as driven by you know making a huge change in the world but they still want to know they're doing a good job and then finally we have the owner okay so the owner of the business probably you I assume if you're listening to this or maybe not but often the people that listen to this podcast are business owners so the owner what does the owner want from the business and again you might not know this on a conscious level but one we're all slightly different as business owners but we all want to make a difference okay some people are more purpose driven some people are more profit driven that's my second point. We all need to make money from a business. And sometimes if we're very purpose-driven, we play down the importance of making money or our desire to make money. Uh, and then uh, we also want a level of freedom. And that might be different for each person, but it tends to be a balance of those things. Some people are more profit-driven and they just want to go into business to make loads of money. Some people are very purpose-driven and they want to go into different into business to make the world a better place. Some people are very freedom-driven, so they go into business because they want to be their own boss and um, create their own lifestyle. So those are the four different factions. And you probably listen to that and go, yeah, that makes sense. But what happens is in most businesses is one or all of those uh, or multiple of those factions get neglected because we don't look at the business for a balanced lens. And what that does is it leads to that problem I just mentioned with the car. So when I had my first business, I can tell you exactly what I did wrong. So I was very purpose driven. I'd, I'd served in the military. I'd gone and lived on monasteries after the military. I'd uh, learned about spirituality, learned about Buddhism lived in the East, lived in poorer countries, seen the issues that we have in the UK and the way that we live and decided that I wanted to come back and address that. And, uh, you know, it's quite spiritual for me because I got into Buddhism and learned about happiness and learned that our view of happiness in the West maybe isn't the best one. We have this view that to be happy, we have to accumulate and be successful and have loads of money and and, and live, live a very exciting life. But what I learned from Eastern philosophy was that actually 
we all want to be happy and, and true happiness comes through serving and helping others. So I really took that to heart and it made a lot of sense to me. So I started volunteering, got got off the booze, came back to the UK and I'm like, you know what, I've got to, I've got to do a business. I've got to, that's the way to make an impact. So I started my first business, which was a little functional fitness gym. And um, I was driven by purpose. I just wanted to make people's lives better. I've always liked inspiring people and motivating people. So that was my driving factor. And I neglected the so so I really focused on the customer side of it, the outcome for the customer, and I made a lot of mistakes because of this. So what I did was I um, didn't charge enough because I wanted to provide an incredible experience, but I also didn't want to charge and charge a lot because I thought that means I can make my service more available to more people. So I didn't charge a lot. So by not charging a lot, what I did was I neglected the business because it needed profits, and I didn't even, I didn't really have a business plan. And I did get a coach actually, and we doubled the business in size every year, and it was quite a healthy business, but. It still, it took me five years of struggle to get it to a point where it could kind of comfortably pay its VAT bills and pay, pay a few team members and certainly not pay people what they should should have been paid to provide the level of service that we were paying. So by by, by being driven by purpose, I neglected profit. So I neglected the business faction. Um, my team were, were, were pretty well looked after because I really cared about them and I, and I wanted to give them great work-life balance and good uh, working hours. They could have been paid more, but I couldn't pay them more because I wasn't charging enough. So team were getting looked after, but not enough. And then finally, we have me and I thought I was doing the right thing by martyring myself to help others. And it's it was a massive mistake. And I basically didn't look after myself. I didn't have balance. I didn't pay myself enough for the work I was doing. Um, and I worked six days a week, seven days a week, didn't spend time with my family, started to lose my motivation about three years in. And then five years in, I was completely exhausted and um, and, and depressed, basically. I just got to complete burnout. And, and that's what led to me closing the business. But the example there is, is that all the emphasis was placed on the customer and um, that led to the business itself, the owner and the team not having the part of the deal that they needed, which eventually led to the business closing down. And the business actually closed down because I burnt out. So that's what happens. You know, if you if you neglect yourself as the business owner, you will get burnt out. You won't be able to pay yourself and you will close the business down. The owner is the heart of the business. So uh, you can't neglect that piece. So let's just run through some examples of... of um, different businesses and, and and different cases where those different factions might be ignored. So when I think about the NHS, let's just go completely opposite end of the spectrum here. What I look at when I see the NHS is a neglect on the team side. So we really focus on outcomes and we really focus on the customer because it's driven by the government and the taxpayers' money. So it's like, right, let's try and support that. And some of you might laugh when you hear that and go, well, they're not doing a very good job, but it's, but this is because they're neglected on money. So the business side of it is definitely neglected by the government. Um, the customer side is probably where most of the emphasis is placed. So trying to make sure that people get a good service. But again, because the business isn't making, because there's not enough funds going into it, um, the, the, even the customers can't get the best experience. So that's probably a similar example to me, but definitely the team are neglected. The team are, are, are heavily neglected in the NHS. They're expected to work silly hours. They're not paid enough. Um, so we can see the issues that that's leading to. It's leading to strikes. It's leading to lots of our NHS staff leaving to work abroad or leaving to go into different industries because they just can't get paid what they should get paid. So we tend to see that in service-based businesses. You see it in the police as well. So the police tend to be neglected and work crazy hours to try and give the best level of service to the to the people that are experiencing crime. But again, they don't get enough um, money. So let's go to maybe a, um, a business 
that's run by somebody that's a bit selfish, right? So this is where they just focused on money. So here, the the business side and the owner side are fulfilled. There's lots of profits coming in because we're really focused on money and the owners giving themselves a good quality of life. However, the customers and the team are being neglected. So although the business will make money initially and do quite well for itself, eventually the customers are going to get fed up and the team's going to get fed up. And because the team are fed up, they're not delivering the great service to the customer. Because the customer's fed up, they stop buying the thing and eventually the business will break down. So if we've got a business where we just focus on the owner and the profits, that's the issues that start to come over there. And then we've got on the uh, on a different side, we've got the really caring business owner. And I've worked with a lot of these business owners. So this is the person that wants to make it fantastic, um, really wants to look after their team, and but doesn't want to just stress anybody out or put any undue challenge on their people. So what this can tend to lead to is um, an environment where we just want it to be nice because we're focused on the owner and the team. We want it to be nice, don't want any conflict, but that's great for the owner and the team, but actually what it leads to eventually is we don't push ourselves. So we don't improve our services for our customers because we don't we don't put the pressure on ourselves to improve and look at the market and get better. And we also um, don't make the money that we need to make to, for the business to keep growing. So although the, although the environment feels nice, um, it actually leads to a lack of profits coming in and a, um, an, a, and a lack of innovation for customers. And often what you'll see in this is that your existing customers are happy because your, your team's happy so they look after them, but they're just getting bored because there's no innovation going on. There's no, there's no improvements going on because the owner doesn't want to put any pressure on the team. So they just get a bit bored and stale and, and, and then we start to feel insecure about our competitors coming in. So this is what we, what we, we have like a comfortable environment that's not very exciting or innovative. Um, Another one is where the owner ignores themselves um, but really focuses on the team and the customers. So maybe that's similar to my example with the gym. Um, so they really, really want to look after their, their team and they really want to look after their customers. And again, this creates a similar situation where they're trying to do everything to go above and beyond for the customers. They're trying to look after their team, but maybe they're not charging enough money and they're not looking after themselves enough. So what happens is the business starts to not make enough money and the owner starts to get stressed out and not able, and the owner can't see a way out of the business. So that leads to eventually the owner getting fed up or getting stale with it. And then that eventually comes around to being a negative for the team and the customers. So what I'm getting across here is we've got those four entities, those four factions, and our psyche will tend to lead to us neglecting one and overemphasizing some of the others. Um, we might be more purpose-driven, so we might say, oh, I'm not that bothered about profits. We might be more team-driven, um, so we might not be that bothered about trying to innovate things and challenge ourselves to grow. But if we do that, it won't work. So if you have a business or a team and you really care about that, that I, and I assume you do, otherwise you wouldn't have one, you've got to understand that to be successful in business you've got to emphasize all four of these things you can't neglect one you have to um, pay attention to all four so you've got to think about profits and you've got to have a plan for how you're going to grow the business and make more money than what you need to just to pay the bills um, and often that's going to be for most people developing the confidence to provide a premium service and charge enough to do that You've got to think about the customers and how you're going to provide an excellent service to them that's always innovating and always growing so that you stay relevant and get them the best experience so that you are a no-brainer decision. You've got to think about your team. How can you develop your team? How can you pay them well? How can you give them a good work-life balance? How can you make sure that their work is meaningful and making an impact? And you've got to think about yourself. How can you pay yourself well? How can you create freedom for yourself? How can you create a business where the team runs it for you and it gets great results without being reliant on you so that it doesn't become a negative in your life? 
When you can balance all four of those things, you're onto a winner. When you neglect one or multiple of those things, business is going to become stressful. And I can uh, be quite sure that if you've got any challenges in your business and you zoom out now and have a think about those four areas, you'll see by thinking about those four different factions where the issues are. Something's being neglected. Maybe it's the business plan. Maybe it's the customers. Maybe it's the team. Maybe it's you. But if you zoom out, maybe give yourself a score on one to 10 for each of those things and see which one you're scoring the lowest on, which one you're scoring the highest on. When you do that, you'll start seeing, okay, this is what I need to do to make this business better, to make it more enjoyable, to make it more rewarding. When you've got these things balanced, you will enjoy the process. Business will start to feel enjoyable. You'll feel right. Um, when they're not balanced, that's when things feel like a stress and you have this deep subconscious feeling that something's not going right. Again, returning to me with the gym, I was really emphasizing the customers. I, I, I was doing a good job with the team, but I was neglecting me and the business. And even though I didn't actually know that consciously, subconsciously, I knew something wasn't right. And that's why I didn't feel it enjoyable. And if I went back in time now and got a better mentor, I would have focused on getting a better business plan in place, giving myself um, deadlines and targets to give myself more of a balance and enjoy my life at the same time. The business would still be going now if I'd have done those things. So think about those four factions, score yourself on each one. Um, when you balance these four factions, business will become enjoyable. Remember that teams, business and life are better, happy and everything's going to be happier when you balance these four things. Thank you for tuning in to the Better Happy Business Culture Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please be sure to share it on social media and connect with me and tag me in that share so that I can see what you are finding useful. Too many people are unhappy at work, whether it's business owners or CEOs or managers or team members, and that's limiting the impact of our businesses and limiting the enjoyment that we find in life. It doesn't need to be that way with the right strategy in place. You can make sure that work is enjoyable for you and your people so it can grow faster. If you want to find out more about that and help us spread that message, please make sure that you head over to betterhappy.co.uk and jump onto our mailing list by subscribing so that we can bring you into our community and keep you up to date with the latest tips, tactics and strategies to make work great for everyone.